We are panoptic events. We've also had education at the core of what we do. And when the pandemic hit, we decided to focus even more on the gaining and sharing of this knowledge. We looked at all of the interesting concepts across the world and started writing blogs and articles on LinkedIn. We reached out to suppliers in these other countries to keep up with their latest events and innovations. New social media apps such as Clubhouse have been great for sharing the knowledge we are collecting, and our podcast is a natural extension of this. We have extensively shared ebooks and learning tools at the resources page on the Panoptic Events website. We want to speak to all sorts of events professionals within the industry, hear some great stories and share them. As much as we want to educate ourselves, we want to educate others. We talk to innovators, the professionals, the trailblazers, the people leading, the fresh faces, the event makers. Hello and welcome to the Event Makers Podcast. My name is Tarzan and I'm joined by Craig. Tarzan, hello, how are you today? I'm no bad man yourself. I'm really good. We've reached a landmark. Have we? This is episode 10. Shit, so it is. <laughs> I just like... Have we joked started a few weeks ago when we've actually hit episode 10? In three months of this utter piss take, we have... I don't know how we keep roping people into it. You know too many people, Craig. That's... They keep coming, they keep coming. I'm delighted to be joined by a friend today, though. Oh, aye. So today we are joined by Richie Muirhead, founder and events producer of SAMA and many other award shows, including Hang. Please give yourself an introduction, give us a bit more information. Hi guys, thanks so much for having me along today. Yeah, I'm Richie Muirhead. I look after the Scottish Alternative Music Awards and loads of other events under that um, brand from showcases at Liverpool Sound City, a brand new hip-hop and grime conference that takes place in Glasgow, um, and other kind of music events. So yeah, it's, it's good to chat with you guys. I'm very aware of of uh, your entrepreneurial spirit and passion for uh, high quality events so yeah it's nice nice to be on on chatting i think that's one thing i, I like actually is that people who do good events and i've been to many of yours through the years uh, some i remember getting to <laughs> uh, put it that way um and um and i've had some great times throughout you know but it's like we are passionate about events and we want to talk to the people who make the events the event makers you know and so for what you've been doing through the years, you know. I remember when you started, this was an idea <laughs> back in the day. Yeah. yeah, it was a really strange time, you know, because I just came back from the MTV Music Awards in Berlin at the time, and I was like, had the time in my life, and I was like, man, we need to celebrate Scottish culture, you know, and um, began piecing together really ambitiously what grew out to be the Scottish Alternative Music Awards. And yeah, like obviously at the time when I was doing it, I was super young and hadn't done too many events so it's like throw yourself in the deep end but and in some ways like you know Craig that you'll say like that's the best way to learn you know oh learning by doing absolutely it's the best way to learn especially in events and I mean how how's that journey been for you actually from you walking to Berlin to well 10 plus years down the line (laughs) I suppose we should say for the listeners I didn't walk from Glasgow to Berlin (laughs) (laughs) you got the buses lazy there was, a, there was a, an MTV trip uh, called Fan Walk where loads of music fans from all over Europe applied to be uh, part of and we'd walk as a, a team and we would go from Hamburg to Berlin to the Music Awards and, you know, it was a real story of friendship, a, a story about cultures, language, uh, love, food, music, everything in between. Um, and, yeah, that kind of kind of came back when I came back from that trip, I was really inspired and motivated to create my own journey, you know, and, and that became Sama. But yeah, I mean, those early 
days they were it was tricky because you know you're planning for something you've never done before you're asking people to join your um join what you're doing and they're like well i don't know who you are and yes it's all kind of is is it's difficult at that time you know because you're you're finding your feet and you're finding uh, your strengths as well and what you're good at and what you're not so good at but you know it was amazing and you know I'll never forget you know some of the early award shows with like the La Fontaines and bands like Bronto Skylift if you remember them and Make Sparks and then kind of building its way up from the classic grand in Glasgow and Jamaica Street to then growing to to be in the garage in Socky Hall Street and then we moved over to the east end of the city into St. Luke's and all the other stuff that comes with it. But I mean, it's certainly been challenging, you know, and I think I think obviously raising raising cash to, to do events is, is always difficult and trying to sell tickets is always challenging and, and stuff. But it's um I, I really enjoy it and I think it's really important for artists and I'm, the feedback I get from the people I work with that it's going in the right direction, so I'm really pleased. But yeah, Craig, you've definitely had some wild nights at the the awards. You know, I'm I'm thinking about the Jägermeister Bar for sure. <laughs> the sponsored by that the Saint Luke's one. I remember that very well. Um, it's funny you mentioned the Bronto Skylift. Do you remember them? Like the loudest band that I've ever seen. <laughs> They're still echoing around. Um, just one of the bands I remember walking with you to see actually on an island up in Inverness on the Riverness <laughs> during one of our trips to go north back in the day. So yeah, I yeah. certainly remember them. A fantastic band and you know a two piece with so much energy and they really like have that that spirit and, and they know how to play and they, they just have they bring all the right ingredients to a live event and you know it's I miss that band personally. I'll just say, like, <laughs> there's there's so many great artists just now around, and I think if if that ever dries up, then the Samas will 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 stop. You know, or have to change its direction. But I think luckily in Scotland we're really blessed with so many artists. You know, multi art, multi genres. You know, from singer songwriters through to hip hop artists who are starting to break through and into the wider UK scene and. You know, obviously, like your Jerry Cinnamons and Lewis Capaldi's, who also like went crazy a few years ago and really, mm -hmm. really rose up. So yeah, it's, it's, a, it's an amazing place, the Scottish music industry. I, I really care about it a lot. You know, massively. I think one thing, just coming from an attendee side of things, Richie, is that maybe one thing you've maybe not brought up there, which is certainly one of the key drivers of the success of this Scottish Alternative Music Awards, has been the the community around it. Um, you're bringing together different elements and different uh, genres of music, but ultimately these people bring, these bands and artists will bring their fans with them. And yeah, we joke about the Jägermeister bar, but the thing is I'm sitting there with people that I know from the music industry, from the events industry, my friends, people I've just met that are my friend for that night, you know, like uh, throughout. And, the laughs, the jokes, all kind of soundtracked by the best in show of the up and coming music coming through, you know. So, I mean, that's testament to you having an idea that I can only imagine was somewhere on the way back to Berlin while she was trying to uh, cope with the blisters in your feet, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I threw my, my boots in the, the river. <laughs> <laughs> 
it was epic. There was like ten of us at the end, and we were waiting for our, our uh, transfer to go to the airport. And we just chucked our boots. But um, yeah, definitely, you know, a big important part of, of it is bringing everyone together. You know, it's a, a celebration at the end of the day, a celebration of culture, a celebration of people, uh, of spirit, of entrepreneurship as well. And um, yeah, you're right, Craig. I mean, you could be on your left. You could be with like a a lawyer. And on the right hand side, it could be Johnny Tate, I love you. What a guy. What a guy. <laughs> but yeah, definitely. I think, um, you know, bringing that audience is really important. And by working with larger venues, you have the, the capacity to do that. Mm-hmm. And moving out of COVID, that's something I'm really interested in. I'm kind of missing, you know, because I, I get. For me, it's really exciting to be able to meet everyone properly instead of just in 30-minute meetings or over a phone call. So it's it's important we all get back out and it's nice to see where we're slowly beginning to come to that. Absolutely. And, and on that note, Richie, then, how have you kind of get through the last 18 months, whether it's through business or whether it's personal or both? Yeah, yeah. It's, obviously, when it all started, I was a bit like, oh, shit. This is crazy, you know, and horrible kind of, kind of circumstance of it. But um, in a way, like, it allowed me to slow right down and um, to be able to refocus and re-take my energy to, to new new ideas. Um, but re- really, I mean, it gave me time to exercise a lot more. It gave me a time to read a lot of books that had been sitting on my shelf. Um and generally just finding time to to spend with my partner and our dog and be at home because we were all that's all we could really do. So um yeah, I, I kinda enjoyed that side of it, but I was also, you know, really worried about the, the wider industry and you know, as like people are losing their jobs left, right and centre, bands are unable to tour, monetize what they what they're, they're what they do. It's really scary and yeah, like for me to get through it, it was, you know, really just from spending time with my partner and, and reading and exercising, which which became a really good rhythm. And since things have got really busy, like, as I, recently, it's been so hard to get back to, like, the exercising and things like that. So it's funny, like, t- time's so precious, you know. <laughs> Side note from the pandemic chat, what sort of dog is it you have? The Border Terrier. Oh. Oh, that that needs to be a staple question now, Craig. If people have dogs, we need to know what breed it is. Yeah, I think so, Taz. I think even on the uh, PR that we do for the Event Makers podcast, it won't be a picture that Richie will put up. We'll just get the dog on. Yes. (laughs) Oh, perfect. (laughs) My human human was on the podcast. Aye, aye, something like that. (laughs) I I really like the direction. Um, recently we were doing a big graffiti down at SWG3 for our new event hang and I took my dog along just like to pose with him like he, he looks so suited in, in the picture and it was quite at home so like yeah definitely he's very photogenic you know so maybe <laughs> maybe get him, get him on the pod as well it's like hip hop, so it's got to be some Snoop, Snoop Dogg sort of joke here or uh... oh yeah <laughs> so, so we'll have to get a name for him along that line yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think like definitely like it's a lot of people have taken that opportunity to slow down and uh, have been able to kind of exercise and make sure, you know, and 
I'll talk later on about the exercise thing. I always do a wee bit of knowledge or something that uh, things I've learned through the, the years, and I think it's just so important on your on your day to day. You know, like I met you actually during um, well, I met you longer time before this, but like I came down one day and we sat at the back, and uh, you were actually telling me about the books you were reading. It was really quite interesting because it wasn't what I was expecting. You want to tell the listeners what you were reading? <laughs> you make it sound terrifying when you it's say not. that. It's not. Well, <laughs> I bet some of the stories were. Richie Muirhead, Fifty Shades of Music. <laughs> no, there was um, a load of different Scottish crime books. Um, you know, got a really good friend called Alistair who runs Scots Way Hay, which is a, a music blog. Um, and he reviews a lot of amazing books. And we were chatting a lot, and he recommended some books. And honestly, man, I like—I really got into Scottish crime, you know. And you're hearing about streets around Glasgow and, and places you, you frequent or you've been to before the pandemic or whatever. And uh, <laughs> you're hearing about them in, in the, you know, the kind of crime context and stuff, which is quite brutal, brutal at times. But mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it because it took me. It's so left field from like working on an event all the time or listening to playlists all the time or um you know finding creative ways to to change what you're doing so i really enjoyed it you know and it's luckily i'm still finding the time to be able to read a lot of books but um yeah man i think my favorite was the quaker which you should check out craig what were the authors though because i my mum had an ex-English teacher she is really into Scottish like authors and she bought me I think about six or seven books by Christopher Brookmeyer with like the the Jack Parlabane series and if, if you've read them you know it's the sort of comedy a crime side of it was there anything in that same sort of vein that you had no, these were a bit more heavy. They were, ah. they were uh, you know, full-on, like, executions and uh, stabbings and drug overdose. But, um, you know... More the digger thousand. Ah, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Shame. I'll, I'll one. You, you, can, you can join the world of, of Scottish crime. But honestly, it was, I think, really nice way for me to just switch off from, from work and it's something I really enjoy. So, yeah, one of the Scottish books, man. Mm. To be looking forward to the Richie Muirhead crime docu series in the future. <laughs> <laughs> you never know, like anything's possible, isn't it? Like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to the, the, the adaptation on Netflix in three years' time. <laughs> for me, it was books and exercise, but for everyone, it's different. Like, tell us, like, what were you? What, what was like got you ticking during lockdown? Like. Oh, so I I was freelance lighting before, uh, or as I'd literally come off a cruise ship on Valentine's Day and then spent a couple of weeks doing the odd freelance gig here and there. I think one of the last gigs I ever did was in Scottish Youth Theatre uh, right at the start of this. Nobody was wearing masks at that point because it was like back end of February, start of March. But I remember speaking to the manager in there that was on shift that day and I'm like, the hell are you wiping down all the surfaces for like stupidly a lot like more than once every five minutes and she's like oh this is this is just what the the higher-ups have told us to do i but like i i've always been a big video gamer so what i did over this time was i got even further into my video games to the point that i i kind of got bored of them bored isn't wow. the right word but like i burned out on a lot of my favorites so i 
I'll just quickly cheekily pull up Steam here. So like at the moment, my top played games is stuff like Dota Two and a like Elite Dangerous. Oh, this space faring game. I just sunk hundreds of hours into it, flying around a galaxy, upgrading ships. But then, like, at some point, I burned out because I played so much of it so quickly over, like, a couple months. Um, and then once I started doing this in, uh, in March, uh, there was a bit of, like, trying to better yourself stuff. And I had done a bit of reading over lockdown, but not that much. Mm. So it kind of reinvigorated my wanting to read and my wanting to exercise, which you've mentioned already and Craig's going to talk about more later. But for me, the thing I miss most about work isn't just the people that feels like family. Um, it isn't just getting to hear good music. It isn't just getting to make pretty pictures with lights. It's the fact that in a 12-hour shift at the garage, I can do 25,000 steps, no questions asked. And before all of this happened i i was doing a little bit of calorie counting i was like i would get up in the morning not have breakfast go to the garage do a shift have like a tesco meal deal and like a punnet of oranges for my lunch and snack for the rest of the day and that like i would go yeah. home it would be twenty five thousand steps plus i'm getting the train back to air so it's it's a lot of walking but you wouldn't think about it whereas now just trying to get ten thousand steps in a day is such a pain. Um, yeah. You need it, to get a board area. That's, oh, that's the thing. Cause... I'll just I'll just come up and steal yours for an afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're more than welcome. Like he uh, sparks a lot. But... So he's on the way. <laughs> <laughs> Hold that thought. If anyone's not, they obviously can't see this. Talson's actually just ran out the door. <laughs> I'll be back invite... later. <laughs> <laughs> Richie, obviously. Um, like uh, you've got a new event coming up, and I saw a really amazing uh, the graffiti, like very near my house actually, because I don't stay far away from SWG three. But when I saw that going up, and obviously the dogs up there now as well, but very visually striking uh, and a new, unique concept and a very new one for Scotland. Uh, tell tell us about Hang. Yeah, Hang is it's amazing. So I co-founded that with Alana Hepburn, who is part of my events team and a wonderful event manager and um yeah ourselves at Sama and, and Creative Scotland for the last kind of two years had been working behind the scenes, you know, trying to do a bit of research on hip hop and grime and, and, and other genres. Um with a goal to create opportunities, break down some barriers. Um and the research kind of culminated and it ended up, we have to do an amazing event. And in the lockdown, you know, we've been spending ages and ages just um, with not too much to do at times, you know, and kind of thinking about things. And then that allowed us to like put all our energy into ideas, programming. How do we create something remarkable? How do we create something new, something exciting? Um, and yeah, that kind of led to hang. And yeah, you say visually striking, and that's exactly what we wanted to do. You know, I think um, I always want to put on high quality, amazing events. And this was, because it's new, you need to really put all your energy into that. And I think that's what we've tried to do. But basically what it's ended up being is a music conference, which is a hybrid, a hybrid event. So it has elements that are physical, 
um, taking place in a venue in Glasgow and also elements that are online. So by doing that, you know, it gives people from all around the world an opportunity to tune in online, to connect, and also the chance for people to to come down to a gig again, like like the real world. Mm. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's, it's going amazing. And, I mean, it's a jam-packed programme from, like, panels to workshops about breakdancing to performances from spoken word and, and MCs to to then fuller, more artistic performances as well. So, like, yeah, it's, it's kind of cool. And, and that um, graffiti you're talking about, it was so amazing. See, when you spend months and months or even longer, like, creating an event and, pro and programming it and multiple Zoom calls, then you're just sitting in the sun watching someone put it into, on a wall. <laughs> it was amazing, man. It was so cool. So I'm, I'm glad you've seen it. Yes, could just, it's a, I'm smiling for you here, just uh, seeing that, you know, that idea of an event that months and months in the planning, it must have just been such an amazing feeling just watching somebody take what's in your head, essentially, and put it onto a wall, you know? And that's before the events even started, you know, so. Definitely, and I mean, on that day, we invited some uh, artists along as well to do a bit of filming, so they were doing, like, a cappella in front of the, the mural, and it was you know, at that moment, it was like, right, this is this is it. We're on to something. And, you know, because it's so hard, you know, sometimes you, I struggle with a bit of self-doubt sometimes. I'm like, oh, people probably think what I'm doing is really shit, you know, and I put myself down all the time. I need to, to try and get out of that headspace. Um, and I think when lockdown is was at its peak, you know, you're, you can't really see anyone so much, so you, you kind of... Um, you feel a bit trapped and isolated, but that, that day when we had our team back and we had the sun out and the artists, all, it all came back and it was like, that was a really nice moment. So, yeah, I think it's good. I think there's still a long way to go with Hang. I, th I think we need to build a, bit, a bigger team, um, but we're certainly in the right direction. One of the things we're doing with this event is quite significant is at the end, well, Basically, at the event, we're announcing a brand new fund, a bursary that's available. So it's aimed at artists, and it's up to £15,000. So um, that £15,000 is going to be split between around 10 or 12 artists. So it's money going straight towards their development. And I think that's a really powerful way to end a brand new exciting event. So it's good. You know, this isn't a tokenistic event. This is, this is a a big legacy part of the SAMAs. It's something we want to develop, something we want to grow internationally. We're already looking at looking at that. Um, and yeah, like, like you say, Craig, it's like a lot goes into these things, a lot of people involved behind the scenes. So when you start to see it all come together, you know, in the panels and then you brand them up. And even just the chit chats and the, the feedback from people, it's, uh, it's really special. Massively. And one big thing about Panoptic events um, is for every event we do, we ask clients, what's the story? And then, like, what's your legacy you wish to create, you know? And I think you covered that really well with the, the story of how that's kind of came about and the legacy which is coming from that, which I can see being a, well, I mean, as the first event of this type in Scotland, you know, which is going to be that on a yearly basis, you know, which has actually then got a, an element to help others uh, go through, you know. Um, it's a remarkable event. It is very exciting. When is it? So it's really soon. It's on the 31st of July and it's available 
on our YouTube channel, which if you search official SAMA, you'll, you'll find it. So yeah, there's kind of panels on from as early as 11 in the morning through till 8 p.m. And they cover a range of subjects from, you know, the history of the culture in Scotland. Um, like hip-hop hip hip isn't a new thing. Some people have think, think this, but it's been going on, going on for well over 20 years, you know. Um, it's been massively underfunded. It's been massively underground, massively um, kind of ignored in a sense as well. And I think with the rest of the UK, you know, you turn on Radio 1 just now, one extra... That, that's all you hear for the majority of the day. So we've now got we're a place in Scotland. We have been for a while, for a long time, where artists are at that stage to to, to move in, into the, the more wider UK. And we're seeing, you know, Shogun is doing that just now. He's smashing it. Um, also, I mean, like Young Fathers, not fully a hip-hop band, but they, they take influence from that, have been crazy successful. So it's about trying to encourage the the industry and create an infrastructure around the artists because that kind of is missing at the moment and that's one of our big goals with hang is to to really you know two years down the line we might have a scottish music publishing company that specializes in this we might have a bigger management firm they look after artists um and you know hang might be traveling into europe it might be going going abroad and that's if we start doing that then the whole industry is going to be a lot stronger. But yeah, sorry, I kind of went off, but you're right. There's panels about Scottish music history, um, promotion, how to monetize your your product if you're an artist, and loads. So yeah, it's kind of jam-packed. Um, should maybe have done it in two days. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> but hindsight, eh? Hindsight, the wonderful things. That's the name of my band in the future. I cannot wait for it. <laughs> You know, you mentioned Young Fathers. Uh, I was trying to get in before you, Richie, you know, and it's like a band who, from Edinburgh, I've seen them do some of their first ever shows to where they've went to win the Mercury Prize, you know, and just incredible. And you turn on BBC Six Music and you hear their music throughout and they're fantastic, you know, and um, and it's great to see a Scottish band with hip-hop elements kind of getting through to if you want to call it the mainstream, you know, uh, as well, you know, but getting there and it's like, it's been really successful, you know what I mean? Like, how much of a driver do you think that's been for the scene in general? I think it's really encouraging. Um, I think we need to keep the momentum going, you know, and I think artists like Shogun being on the rap game on BBC Three is, is, really, is great for Scotland, you know, and flying that flag and Ransom FA was part of that as well. And, you know, there's other things that have significantly that have happened, like Nova, who won the Scottish Album of the Year last year. That was amazing. And, yeah, I think all it takes in Scotland, you know, we, we just need one big artist, one one artist now to, to break through. And we could see, like, a, a wave of, of, of more artists doing it. Um, it. You know, it's like anything. You need that aspirational role model and you need that, that figure to, to do it. Um, but yeah, I think, I mean, my aspirate, my goals with Hang are, are really, they're probably too ambitious, but Craig, you know yourself, you have to set high targets and high standards. Otherwise, otherwise you'll just be like, nah, we, we can do better. 
Well, that's well, that's the thing. Is like um, it's good to see a positive attitude with big goals, you know. And Tarzan will testify. To, he was at our second Panoptic conference yesterday, and and I I, I follow a thing um, called Scaling Up uh, by Vern Harnish, and he talks about a thing called the big hairy audacious goal, and um, it's something that you have that's think big, but then once you've looked it down, think bigger, you know, and. As the pandemic hit last year, I wrote out what I needed to do to save the business and how we were going to grow. And the big hairy audacious goal I put for Panoptic Events was to become Europe's largest events company. Now, is it possible? Could be, might not be. Will we have fun trying? Absolutely. You know, and but what it became for us was a way of making decisions. So we would make decisions based on how we were moving forward as a business, you know, to and it, and it just it drove us forward, you know, and, and for what you're talking about there, it's great to see that, the goal, you've got big ideas, you know, and they, they'll come, but that'll be the growth, you know, and we spoke about young fathers coming through there, we spoke about Shogun, we've got other acts that possibly might break through, which hopefully then leads to that snowball effect, and that maybe next year's conference for you might actually have one of those artists at it, you know, where they maybe got involved with the fund or maybe they took part uh, at one of the panels and, and can come back and go, I learned that at Hang, you know? They, they, they've taken that element, Richie. I mean, from the Scottish Alternative Music Awards, uh, affectionately known as the Samas, uh, give us some success stories from there. I mean, uh, yeah, that, that's the other one, <laughs> the, the big one that we do. And um, it's really about celebrating a range of genres so not we, we have a hip-hop award of course um but we also have a metal award we have rock um acoustic live act and yeah it's basically a, every year it's an annual celebration so we have a a group of nominators who work with our music criteria to basically have a look and structure and identify who are the artists who would be most deserving and, and at the moment. Uh, it's based on a, a number of different um, criteria from releasing music, playing events and so on. Um, and then the general public, there's a short public vote to determine the winner and they host a huge celebration and party. But yeah, I mean, there's been quite a few artists involved over the years, you know, we've had winners like Lewis Capaldi uh, and Jerry Cinnamon. What about today too? Yeah, they've done alright. Yeah, there's been a lot of good times with that, and and then others, you know, like the Ninth Wave, who are doing incredibly well at the moment. E Charlotte, fantastic singer-songwriter from Dundee, um, and it also explores a lot of like genres within genres, you know. Um, so there's like fantastic artists recently won the award called Talia, who is an electronic and pop artist. And yeah, you know, it just it's a place where you can, you can dip in and you can learn all about what's going on a bit more under under behind the scenes and, and underground. And it's a chance to for me to invite promoters, the media, um, music fans, and business owners to get a taste of this and hopefully to to get inspired and work work with these artists. You know, because at the end of the day, there's only so much I can do. So I need other people to be there to facilitate new opportunities and um, and yeah just get a taste for it and, and get excited and hungry and whether that you know it might be a, a funding body that are in the room or it might be a, 
a producer from Radio One Extra. Um, you just never know who's in the audience. And I, th I think that's the really cool and then special thing about events that, that I do. I, you know, we, we invite a really mixed audience as well. There's always a, always a healthy guest list, I must admit. Like, oh, massively, massively. I mean, I was, um, I think the first two or three years I was at the Samas, I walked away with an award for one of my artists. Um, we had the Fridge Magnets, we had Alan McKim, they did Ray Summers as well. <laughs> The treble. <laughs> yeah, I'd be the treble, I get three, aye. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason High Five Alive never actually won one was because they, I don't think the Samas were invented by the time they'd finished playing, so. <laughs> 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 uh, Mike, uh, the Samas is the, is the primary, um, the flagship of the, of what I do. And um, yeah, we've been doing a lot of cool stuff recently as well. A few years ago, we, we did a partnership with Liverpool Sound City, which is a fantastic conference down down in uh, down south. Taking some artists from Scotland to play uh, to a brand new audience outside of Scotland. These include booking agents, managers, festival organisers. A really positive thing. I mean, I feel like it was booked about like years ago, but it was because of the pandemic, you know. So that's now moving into October time, um, which I'm, I'm really excited about, and I think it'll be so nice to 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 get everyone in the room together. Um, so that's happening. And yeah, there's no, we have a music festival in Paisley that lasts for two days. Um, it has panels as well. It has performances. It has intimate performances. Um, so yeah, I kind of, I think for me, like I love to have a blank sheet of paper and then bring that, turn that paper into a really exciting, energetic event or something that's going to, going to make, Everyone have a good time, do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, you know. Now, it's good to see that like, going from like one event in the calendar year to branching out to a few un others under the, the, the brand and being able to go to Liverpool and, and also like the plans for Hang potentially going to different places as well and, and touring that sort of Scottish hip hop, you know. And yeah, I love that, you know, it's really good. and it's good to see how that's expanded from an idea coming back from a, a very long walk, essentially, you know? <laughs> Definitely. And I think the thing that, that I always, uh, I'm like, Jesus Christ, like, when I started this off, I was, like, in my teen, I, I was really young. So, like, you know, it's so hard to, like, try and, if I was to try and do the stuff we're doing now, 10 years ago, that would be, like, probably impossible. So, like, I think when you start things like this so young, it can take you like, you know, ten thousand hours to get really good or whatever. So like, yeah, I think I'm noticing that with what I'm doing. You know, I was also, be, I was growing up. I was in university. I was doing master's degree, trying to to create Sama. So I think it's important to stick to the stick to yourself and be true. That's all I'm trying to do. We're trying to do create the best events possible, create opportunities for people. I feel like it, that's that's it and yeah so it's it can be hard though you know like you know yourself like <laughs> especially with COVID there's a lot of uncertainty in the air and there's feel like plans can drop at an instant but yeah we just got to got to do our best you absolutely do you know and that's, that's how you just you move forward and keep that you know and you spoke there actually about a blank piece of paper but I'm actually going to move to a, a series of a lot of full bits of paper uh, in particular a book 
that Tarzan takes with him. Uh, I'm going to move into the ah. section of the... Uh, <laughs> Tarzan likes to write a lot of things down, Richie. And he likes to share this knowledge with What the, are you talking uh, about? I don't like to write anything down. Lies, deceit, heresy. Here <laughs> <laughs> out comes Tarzan's book of tips. <laughs> hey, it also doubles up as my, my timekeeping book for the podcast. <laughs> Tarzan's tip. This week, we're again completely changing the style of tip. We've covered cables, we've covered... God, I can't even remember what at this point. But this week... It's one for the new kids on the block and for the old hats that haven't been doing it for a year and a half. Um, something that I also forgot, the manuals for everything is included on the desks. If you have a lighting desk, if you have a sound desk, if you have any sort of desk, if it's worth its money, it will have the manual in it. If you're having issues, read it. Tarzan's tip. It's that whole idea of read the manual, you won't have any issues. Um, I... I never used to. I was terrible for it. I would go to the garage and I would be trying to do some like funky lighting effect with this desk. And I would sit for hours Googling, YouTubing, trying to find someone on like a, a condensed two or three minute thing to be like, oh, this is how you do the really complicated thing. That's actually very easy. Until I then all of a sudden realise, oh, I could have just read the manual on the desk. So read the manuals on the desk and a side note from that, if you're going somewhere without Wi-Fi or signal for data, download the bloody things before you go so that you're not left with your pants down. We're on a very, 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 very summer's day today, so I want to throw in a wee quick fire, right? I'm going to two of them. The first one, summer day, five songs on your summer day playlist. Oh, to be anything. Metronomy, the bay. Tune. Um, let me think. Um, well, this is hard. <laughs> um, uh, Jungle, Busy Earning Right Anything by Jamie XX Nice Left Field, Anything from Leftism uh, <laughs> Absolutely And do you know what's really cool Is Daniel Avery and Alessandro Cortini Did a collaboration album last year And it's just loads of fuzzy synthesised sounds And it's not like uh, It's not at all commercial or anything like that But it's um it just is so warm sounding and so big and distorted and it's, it's massive. So definitely that, even though, you know, as I say, like, you know, it's a nice hot day out. For me, like, it sort of resonates with me, that that music. But I'd say that's that's okay for a quick fire. I think so. I think a wee bit of dark underground techno on a summer's day can keep it quite well. You know? I know the album you're talking about as well. It's very, very good. Okay. Not to put you on the spot, right? If you had to put five songs from uh, winners <laughs> or five songs from Scottish artists on a on a playlist, and this isn't discounting because I know everyone's been who's been ever been nominated is brilliant. So, um, oh, uh, I I won't do specific songs because there's so too many, but I think we can do five artists. Yeah, I think Young Fathers because we were talking about them and how amazing they are. They have to be in there. I think Blank Mass has to be in the mix as well for some so it's some more electronic sounds. You've really put me on the spot here, Craig. That's, 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 that was the point. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm a big Twilight Sad fan, so we have oh, to yes. Twilight Sad in there. And yeah, I'm enjoying, enjoying a lot of different music just now. Probably probably Nova, who who is a, a hip-hop artist, 
She won the Scottish Album of the Year last year. And I suppose the final one, oh, oh, this this is so hard. I think the final artist to include in the playlist would need to be something by Mogwai as well, just because they have given so much um, and their albums are just an absolute soundscape. Like, And I think, yeah, whether you're walking through a really rainy, miserable classical central listening... <laughs> Or whether it's a boiling day, like it still has the same energy, and I think that's a really cool thing with music, you know. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's so many. Like, I think music's such like a a wonderful place, and it. I mean, it's the thing that got me through lockdown. You know, it's probably the thing I didn't say is like how much music I consume. Yeah. Um, it's all good reading and, and running occasionally, but down like. Everything's fueled by music, you know, whether it's um, a new release or just going back to like a classic record that makes you feel really happy and um, and chilled out. So, yeah, I mean, I'm glad we're talking about music because that's, that's the fundamental part of it all, isn't it? Massively. That was one thing I loved doing last year was actually listening to albums in full again. You know, I think the generation that's kind of over the last 10 years or so, it's been very much uh, listening to the singles or a couple of songs or playlists and stuff like that. And it just was great sometimes just picking up some records and listening to them back to back or going through different uh, styles of albums um, across different genres. You know, things that I maybe hadn't listened to, whether it might be some sort of jazz one night or if we're going on to... Um, metal and then other nights hip hop, you know, and there's a lot of days sometimes just picking up a lot of my records out the out of my collection and maybe just going today I'm going to listen to all the hip hop records and you're getting out like a tribe called Quest in 2001 and whatnot and you're throwing it on the ground and just going yeah that's what I'm listening to today and it, it's just it's a good way of listening, you know. <laughs> It's amazing how much it can like pick up your mood or, or just your mentality or, or whatever it is. Um, you know, I kind of work alone, you know, and alone in the sense of um, I don't have an office in town or anything. So everyone I talk to is on the phone or it's on Zoom or, or Teams. Um, so, you know, and my partner's out a lot. She teaches um, dance and, and works in the dance industry. So, you know, it's just me, my music, my brain and my dog. You know, <laughs> sounds, sounds like the perfect combination, actually. Ah, what are you complaining about? <laughs> the dog can't make tea, Tarzan. <laughs> I mean, you know, the, mu- the music being there and, and it, re- it really just um, it, it gives me purpose, it gives me um, it keeps me happy, it keeps me motivated. Um, and yeah, I, th- I think in Scotland we're, we're so gifted with the amount of talented artists who, who we have. and um, I hope it stays that way, and I hope it grows and nurtures, and yeah. It's, yeah, I have to agree, but it's such a small country, we're, we're terrible at football, but we're brilliant at music. Mm. Like, <laughs> if, if, the World, if the World Cup or the Euros were to do with music, Scotland have a really good chance of actually winning it, you know, and it's <laughs> one thing. You're, you're mentioning the Euro, Eurovision's been, we would have done well in Eurovision, I don't know what other Euros you're talking about. Or the Italian uh, Euros I'm talking about. Oh, Um, right, the Italian. Well, I mean, both of the Euros were Italian this year, let's be honest. (laughs) It was a clean sweep. Italy did the double, (laughs) actually. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Uh, 
I just one thing to add, it was a few bits that came up there, Rich, you were talking about running and stuff like that, and and maybe not finding that bit of time for exercise, but one thing I always try and say to people is about getting, um, is maintaining the exercise. Like, uh, I'm so big on into my swimming, I'm so big into cycling, and it's what it's allowed me, especially over the years, is a place to think where I've got no technology, no distractions, you know, and uh, I'm able to think through the sort of events I want to do and all part of a morning routine. So for years I was swimming in the morning, nobody could talk to me essentially. Um, and then through lockdown, uh, I took the bike out of the cupboard and basically just started cycling, uh, near enough every single day. And June last year, I decided I was going to go and do 100 miles a week on the bike. And in that time, that's allowed me to really think about the business, think about the plans of what's going forward and, and a place just to obviously mentally think things through but also physically get in shape but it means when I come back to the work I can actually I've already thought it through exactly what I'm going to be doing and it's not been distracted by notifications it's not been distracted by other people or whatever you know and I think it's just something that I would always encourage people to find a goal in terms of exercise work towards uh, making sure you do that every single week you know and if um people looking to get started on that a really good book is by a guy called james clear it's called atomic habits uh, it just tells you how to really simply go and do um to break down your habits and make things dead simple so even going for a run could just be a case of leaving your shoes your trainers at the side of the bed so the first thing you do is put your trainers on that triggers you to want to go for a run you know and um yeah basically so that's my Maybe a bit of tip today that uh, you know just kind of keep that exercise going, keep the, the going, and just mentally and physically you'll get a really good place to think about the all the other bits of events you're doing, and you're not getting swarmed by work, you know. Definitely, I mean, I was loving like when when I got into that mindset as well because I was finishing a meeting at maybe four o'clock on Zoom, and then running over to Hamden or wherever it is um, for twenty minutes, thirty minutes, and then coming back. And you feel you feel really relaxed and satisfied, not just about your day, but about doing that as well. And it made it made it kind of made me a lot more healthier mentally and physically. And yeah, it's so important to get into those habits. But they, I mean, it can be so hard, you know. Let's not lie, you know. Um, when everything's coming at once and the emails and the notifications and stuff. Um, but yeah, you're right, Craig. It's um, the the goals. I guess they don't have to be crazy ambitious. They can be. They can be um they can be reachable um in any way. Absolutely. Absolutely. So Richard, just um just remind everyone again about the dates of the uh, Hang and Direct Samas. Yeah, of course. So Hang is on Saturday the thirty first of July. It's gonna be available online and also at SWGP in Glasgow. How do and people get tickets for that? You can get tickets at officialstammer.com forward slash hang. And it's got the full program. Uh, there's multiple events in there. And then later in the year, we're going down to Liverpool in October, um, showcasing three artists at the, the Sound City conference. And after that, we'll ramp it up again for the finale, which will be the, the Music Awards. And that will be the 12th edition of the the award celebration so yeah there's quite a lot to 
quite a lot to go, man. It's uh, it's definitely coming together, and yeah, I'm really pleased. My my team are all loving it, and they're developing and enjoying it, and listening to music all the time. I think that's the best thing about it all is like you can always just listen to music. Do you know what I mean? Uh, no, absolutely. So, Richie, thank you so much for coming on today. This has been an amazing conversation. I have never had such a in-depth and yet totally tangential conversation about music and the last year. It's been great. Uh, thank you so much for having me. It's been great to see you both. I hope we can do it soon uh, in a physical space. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> we do have no. some plans for physical stuff, so you never know if you come back on, I might have a set up to take to a pub. <laughs> it's a great idea Tarzan absolutely um, for anyone listening today um, if you want to subscribe to us on the whatever podcast platform you're listening to uh, search for the Event Makers podcast tell your friends to ask your uh, Google Home or Alexa to play the Event Makers Richie thank you so much for coming on today um, it's been great to have you thank you Great to catch up, mate. We wish you all the best for uh, Hang. I'm certainly coming along to to check it out, um, and I cannot wait. Lovely. See you there. Thanks again. Thanks for listening to the Event Makers podcast. If you have any suggestions for questions or anyone you'd like us to try and get on for a chat, send an email to tarzan at panopticevents.com or message us on Facebook, Twitter, or LinkedIn at Panoptic Events. Thanks for listening.